2: Well, we have plenty of politics on the rundown tonight. But I want to open with crime, especially violent crime, where poor Americans are defenseless. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. In many Democrat-run cities, and some Republican ones, but not to the extent of the Democrat cities, violent crime in the black Communities it's totally out of control. And this is the ultimate irony, because the Democratic Party and the progressive movement and the liberal precincts do everything they can or say everything they can that's a better description to help black Americans. It's a theme. it's been that way for decades, but the left is hurting. African-Americans. Let's take Chicago, for example. Chicago murder victims last year, 22. Black, 77%. White, 4%. Chicago aggravated assault and battery victims last year. Black, 64%. Chicago criminal sexual assault victims in 22. Black, 47. White, 19. Chicago robbery victims, black 39, white 16. Chicago human trafficking victims last year, black 55, white five. The situation is the same in St. Louis, in Oakland, in Baltimore, all the liberal cities. Poor black Americans are getting hurt and it's getting worse and worse and worse. Why? Because the district attorneys there in the cities mentioned and others will not enforce the law. Why? Because they don't believe in, quote unquote, mass incarceration. What is mass incarceration? That's putting young black males in prison because young black males commit violent crimes far more than any other group in this country. So, for decades, they were incarcerated. But George Soros in the far left, which drives the liberal district attorneys, they saw it as racism, not law and order. And so, these people got elected, like Alvin Bragg in New York City, and Kim Fox in Chicago. We're not going to we're not going to arrest and prosecute black people. No matter what they do drug gangs, armed, this, that, and the other thing, mowing down six year olds. Ah. Remember Kim Fox in Chicago? Remember when she said there was a shootout in a Chicago neighborhood between two gangs? All right? And she wouldn't prosecute it, Ms. Fox, because she said, well, they both were wrong. They both had guns, so we're not going to do anything. Meantime, Law-abiding people live in the neighborhood. Little children play in the neighborhood. This is insane. Okay. So in Washington, D.C., there has now been a tipping point. So far this year, 161 homicides, a 28% increase over last year. And last year was horrendous. All right. D.C. is on pace to be. The deadliest year in two decades. Remember, D.C. is run by the federal government, but has local leadership. Mayor Muriel Bowser is a far left incompetent. Forty five percent of the District of Columbia is black. Almost all of the violent crime is in the black neighborhoods. So yesterday, a city council member, Trayvon White, said this, go. There was another shooting here on 60 and just yesterday morning. And while that night,
1: the police chief, the interim police chief Smith stated that we are not in a war zone. I know those who live here know that we are clearly
2: in a war, in a war zone. Absolutely. I'm
1: going to say it again. We are clearly,
2: clearly in, a war in a war zone. zone. If you, you don't know you are in a war zone,
3: that means you haven't been here.
2: Now, here's the tragic irony. The people in Washington, D.C., vote for far-left politicians almost exclusively. The same people who are hurting them, the same Soros-driven candidates, are time and time and time again supported by black Americans. In New York State, where I am, Governor Hochul reelected last November, would have lost if not for the fact that African-Americans in New York City voted for her 90 percent. Lee Zeldin lost by a little bit. If 70 percent of African-Americans supported Hogel and 30, it would be Governor Zeldin. And in the Bronx, in Brooklyn, in the heavily black precincts, the murder and violent rate in New York is out of control. Yet, the voters keep voting for these people. It is a racial thing. I understand the skin color factor. It's wrong, it's dumb, it's self-defeating, but it's a reality. So I'm sitting here going, look, it's my job to look out for all Americans. I don't care what color, religion, What ideology you hold. My job to be a watchdog. I will tell you this. In D.C., Chicago, New York, St. Louis, it's not going to get better until African-American voters stop supporting the soft on crime police chiefs and district attorneys. It's not going to get better. Until the Nobel laws are revoked. The attacks on police stop. You are going to just, you yourself, maybe shot in the head. You have a much greater chance of being shot in the head than I do. Okay? That is the truth. I, I still feel sorry for the poor people, and they're defenseless. They're absolutely defenseless against these drug gangs and these thugs, heavily armed. And you hear guns, guns, guns. You hear all that. These progressive district attorneys don't even prosecute gun crimes. So don't tell me, gun, 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 Joe Biden. That's the memo. Very, very sad. But a reality. Time is our most precious asset. And many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses all accessible free now you might want to check out constitution 101 the meaning and history of the u.s constitution a 12 lecture self-paced course gain insights into the Constitution's design its challenges during the civil war and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism you can enroll at hillsdale.edu bill to become a defender of american freedom please join now it's free easy and essential for safeguarding our liberties visit hillsdale.edu bill to register did you know water heaters last about 10 years refrigerators typically about 13. every day in our homes we rely on aging systems and appliances i do that means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you, and when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed-upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to A H -S 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 S dot com slash bill to save fifty bucks. That's a h s dot com slash bill. Fifty dollars off any plan. American Home Shield protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Governor santa suspends Orlando State Attorney Monique Worrell For dereliction of duty, says the governor, quote, the practices and policies of her office have allowed murderers, other violent offenders and dangerous drug traffickers to receive extremely reduced sentences and escape the full consequences of their criminal conduct. Some cases, these offenders have evaded incarceration altogether. State attorney Worrell's practices undermine federal law, Florida law, I should say and endanger the safety, security, and welfare of the communities that Ms. Laurel was elected to serve. So she is out, just like the D.A. in St. Louis was fired by the attorney general in Missouri. Good. Good. Get rid of them. If the voters won't do it, then the governors have to. But you're dealing with a very corrupt press in Florida. Now, people, most people don't know that. All of the newspapers are ultra left. Okay. Television stations, all they do is weather. <laughs> Local TV in Florida, you're not going to get much. Maybe that's unfair. Maybe a few stations, but pretty much not. So Miss um, L- Miss R- I'm sorry. Blah, 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 Ms. Farrell, just to reinforce how bad she is, all right, did not file charges against more than 40% of those arrested in her district by the police. That's anarchy. So you would think that the press would say, hey, good job, Governor DeSantis. No. So the St. Louis, uh, St. Louis, boy, am I. I'm delirious today. I apologize. The Sun Sentinel, based in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, extremely left paper. Okay. Here's what they editorialize. Quote, the Worrell suspension is not only blatantly partisan, but carries obvious racial overtones, which DeSantis tried to deflect By choosing as her interim replacement, Andrew Bain, a black county court judge and DeSantis appointee with three years of experience. Obvious racial overtones. Yeah, that's right, Sun Sentinel. It's all about her. She's black. And that's why DeSantis booted her, right? Not the fact that she didn't prosecute 40 percent of those arrested. No, 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 no. She's black. That's why he went out. This is so irresponsible. Such race baiting. And who's responsible for this? The editor of the newspaper, Julie Anderson. And she's also the editor of the Orlando Sentinel. Okay, Julie Anderson. Allows this kind of garbage to be put in her newspaper. And it's just garbage. Race baiting garbage. All right. Now. The Sun Sentinel is owned by the Tribune Publishing Company, a guy named Heath Freeman, uh, I guess, is in charge of that. And he's another far left guy who lives in New York City. That doesn't have anything to do with Florida. Let me tell you a Sun Sentinel story. You'll remember I did the history show with Donald Trump. We opened in Fort Lauderdale, Florida at the hockey arena. Huge crowd, so big. The Secret Service was caught by surprise, couldn't get the people into the arena because they had to wand everybody in time for the show. The show was delayed an hour. Okay. The Sun Sentinel photographer snuck into the arena somehow and shot empty seats because nobody was in the arena. They were all outside online getting wanded. The Sun Sentinel put the picture on the front page saying nobody... Showed up to the jump show as a big bomb. That's the Sun Sentinel. That's what you got in southern Florida down there. Again, Julie Anderson, you want to email her or whatever, you feel free to do that. Awful. Joining us now from Philadelphia is a former lawyer for uh, Richard Nixon and author of a number of books, uh, The Secret plot to make Ted Kennedy president inside the real Watergate conspiracy, the real Watergate scandal, collusion conspiracy, and the plot that brought Nixon down. All right. First of all, counselor, parallels between Nixon and Trump as it stands now.
1: Well, I think Watergate still ranks as the greatest political scandal in our nation's history because it's over and done. Uh, uh, We lost to president. Uh, the only president to resign in history. Uh, he was named a co-conspirator by a grand jury in the Watergate cover-up, obstruction of justice. He received a presidential pardon, as as, as you pointed out. No other president has gone through that. The uh, uh, Democrats pulled together a group of 100 people, the, F- the Special Prosecution Force, 60 of whom were lawyers, and over the course of four years, They brought 100 separate legal actions, prosecutions, against Nixon and his people. They convicted at least 24 members of Nixon's administration, including his attorney general, John Mitchell, his chief of staff, Bob Haldeman, and his head of domestic affairs, who was my boss, John Ehrlichman. Uh, And there things stood. I mean, it, it is without question the greatest scandal. If you stop the movie today, uh, whether we're talking about Trump or Biden, nothing has been concluded. Trump hasn't been convicted, he's been indicted, but indictment is not conviction, there's an assumption of innocence. And on the Biden side, which is kind of running parallel to all this, we're getting accusations, salacious accusations, but we have no conclusions we have no finality okay if let you... me stop
2: let me stop you there sure no go ahead bill in the watergate situation i was just a young reporter just out of boston u when that was going down um it was bipartisan republicans joined in the movement against richard nixon when the evidence became so overwhelming correct
1: Partially correct. They all they turned on Nixon. There's no question about that. Okay,
2: let's stop it there. I don't I don't want to okay. get into the weeds with Nixon. All right. This one is a hundred percent Democrat driven toward Trump as it stands now, correct? Yes. Okay. I agree with you. Correct. So that's a huge difference now. It's not that the whole country is appalled at what Donald Trump did or did not do, it's a funneled. Uh, and the press, of course, is on the side of the Democrats. So you have that. That's the cabal lined up against Trump. Again, I'm not acquitting Trump of anything. I'm just laying out what the real picture is. So well, let me raise, let me raise two issues. Go ahead. Just real quick.
1: Nixon was a lame duck. Uh, you know, Washington is very, very hard on people who are whose power is fading. So Nixon was never going to be able to help people again. We saw the same thing with George W. Bush. Uh, uh, Power is fleeting. If you want a friend in Washington, get a dog. Second thing in that era, in that Watergate era, and, and you're right, you're parodying conventional wisdom about Watergate, but there was only one narrative. There was no diversity of thought. There were three networks, NBC, ABC, and CBS, and they were all headquartered within six blocks of each other in midtown Manhattan and where the New York Times is located. What the nation got during Watergate was a single narrative, which was the New York point of view. It was said the other day, you know, if social media had existed during Watergate, Nixon wouldn't have had to resign. I don't believe that. Another point of view.
2: Well, that's, that's a subjective debate. And I don't believe it for a second. I have to tighten up my earpiece here. I don't believe that for a second because you had on tape. Nixon's damning um, activity uh, uh, about the cover. I, but that was a big I, deal.
1: I, I transcribed the tapes. I fought over every word in those transcriptions. I'm the one that put out the blue book and the volume. If you work on those tapes, it's not what you were told. It's not what you were told. But I heard them. I heard them.
2: What him.
1: part did you well, uh, 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 we, can mean,
2: yeah. we can get that. We can get that. The hush money. We can get that. But again, I don't want to yes, litigate it. People, can, it. people can. People can read didn't. your book, and people can go back. The tapes are online. So I, I don't want to yes, relitigate Watergate. That's not what I'm, uh, I, I want to do here. I want to advance the story because it, we're living in a country now that is absolutely in political chaos because of. And you're right about the media back then. Once the Washington Post broke the story, all the networks fell into line and all the newspapers fell into line. And Nixon had nobody defending him. There was no Fox News. There was no talk radio to speak of. He had nobody who was out there alone. That's absolutely true. And rightly
1: or wrongly, rightly or wrongly, Nixon was driven from office or had to resign in the case of certain impeachment. 24 members of his of his
2: administration big stuff but i'm a fair say, man and always have been and i watched the nixon frost debates and i watched nixon admit that he did things he should not have done and you watched it too so i'm not going to apologize for that resignation it was the right thing but now we're resign
1: at the time that there's
2: no question right it, but resignation now, was
1: the correct thing
2: we're in a place where there's possible election interference here Because Trump is the odds-on favorite to get the Republican nomination. And the press is not going to stop. They'll make up stuff. They'll do whatever they have to do. 77 indictments, Counselor. 77 indictments? Yeah, you're laughing because it is
1: absurd. It's absurd. I'm I'm laughing in agreement with you. Right. It's not funny. It's it's absurd. It's it's, it's an insult. We're heading into a presidential election where both sides, I'm going to be in deep trouble. Trump is going to be having to defend himself from all these criminal accusations and the the investigation of the Biden crime family is going to go forward. They're just allegations today. Trump's are more formalized because he's been indicted by grand juries, but the Republicans on the on the House are just starting to investigate the Biden situation. No,
2: I I understand, but Biden has a built-in advantage because the Attorney General of the United States is corrupt. And he's not going to bring charges against Joe Biden unless you have videotape of Biden taking Chinese money and stuffing it in his pocket, okay? Well, that's what, what makes
1: this election, makes this election so different from the other major scandals. In the other major scandals in our history, Watergate and the the, the uh, Monica Lewinsky stuff with Bill Clinton, the Iran Contra stuff, uh, uh, George W. Bush on the firing of the U.S. attorneys—they weren't election uh, uh, issues because there was no pending election. But in this election, the House of Representatives is going to the, the the Republicans
2: are going to go full board You bet.
1: Against against and, Biden, and they can't indict him. They can't. Indict Biden, him.
2: I grant you that they can't get him. Indicted, but they can drive him from office. Biden did it. Biden sold influence. Okay? He did it. Anybody with an IQ over 50 knows he did it. Just like anybody with an IQ over 50 knows that Trump should have sent the classified documents back to the National Archives. He did it. Okay? That's it. That's all.
1: Those. You're going to have those. two wait, wait, wait. I got one more question.
2: Got one more question. All right. Everybody knows Biden sold influence and helped his son and brother amass as much as $30 million. If you and I'm talking to the audience now, if you don't know that or one of your friends or family walk away because they don't want to know. And that's it. The end of the discussion ends. But the point now becomes Joe Biden lied about it as president. He lied about it. He said he didn't do it, that his son didn't get money from China. He said all of this stuff that was totally misleading the American people. And he said it when he was running for president as well in the debates. That's That's so impeachable, I can't even, there isn't anything more impeachable than that. Now, he can't be charged. Selling influence isn't a crime. But if he ever got any money, then he can be charged. Last word. But he won't be impeached because we're terrified of his vice president. I don't so, believe that. I don't believe don't that. No, nope. uh, I think that they will impeach him. Um, I'm and sorry, if, they can, money, if but, they can find money, if they can find evidence that he took money, it's over. But, uh, but Counselor, look, I think I w- the
1: Senate, the Senate will
2: convict. There aren't uh, enough. Votes that's in possible. The but the this, this scandal will ruin the Democratic Party. Ruin it. Just like, I, I just like Jimmy Carter beat Ford. The same thing. Uh, the books, I want everybody to check them out. Um, Secret Plot to Make Ted Kennedy President, The Real Watergate Scandal. The author is Jeff Shepard. Counselor, thanks very much for helping us out today. Thank you for having me on. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. All right, let's bring in uh, one of the smartest guys on the political scene. He's a Democrat. You've seen him before, on you the know it's been news, Doug Schoen. He's got a new book coming out called Four Presidents, Kennedy, Nixon, Biden, Trump. Leaders Who Changed History in Changing Times. So you can pre-order that book now anywhere. Um, so where am I making mistakes, Doug? Am I uh, going wrong here somewhere?
3: What I think with um, January 6th, where Trump has some additional liability, is the whole process of certifying the result. I think that's the charge that I thought, Bill, uh, on January 6th, was the whole notion of what Trump was asking uh, Pence to do and Pence refused to do. I think that charge is also a serious one. I worry, though, I must tell you, I worry about the Georgia prosecution for the reasons you do. The idea of using a RICO uh, statute against the president and 18 other people, however misguided they may well have been, what this says for our democracy, and I, you made this point, Bill, and it's the point that to me is most important. If this goes forward in the way that it could, our democracy could be finished. It could be irrevocably changed. That's my greatest concern. Yeah, and that's everybody,
2: it, Charlie said the same thing. Anybody who loves their country and is not a partisan, you know, crazy person knows the danger that this will lead to, but I'm gonna gonna challenge you on the January 6th thing. That whole case by Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, is predicated on Trump knowing the election was lost and doing it anyway. That's what the charges are predicated on, okay? Pence is not gonna say that. I thought he might. But Mm -hmm. in a television interview over the weekend, he was asked point blank on NBC, the White House tell you to do this, and he goes, no, I don't remember that. So if Pence goes in and says, hey, Trump got bad legal advice from John Eastman and he really believed that the Constitutional allowed me, the vice president, to stay the electoral vote count, then that's Trump's opinion. It's not a
3: criminal act. Yeah, well, I'm not sure Pence will go that far, but you could well be right, Bill. We shall see. This is one of those issues that uh, not in short order, but uh, eventually we'll see whether I'm right or you're right. OK, so. Uh,
2: Advancing the story now, I think it would be safe to say that most Americans, after these four indictments in different places, are thoroughly confused. They don't know what's happening. Uh, they don't understand uh, the, yep. the alternate electoral vote people. They, they don't know what it, what. It, all they know is that whatever side they're on, OK, is right. They don't know anything else about it. And, uh, you know, I, I just see the destruction of discourse, of debate, of different points of view, all
3: blowing right up in front of our faces now. Well, that's exactly right. We live in a country of two narratives, the Democratic Party narrative and the Trump narrative of election fraud and malfeasance and the like. And the idea that these two universes can peacefully coexist, given what's happening now, is less and less likely and more and more likely what you're saying, Jonathan Turley saying, and what I've just said, could well be the result, which, by the way, has implications for our economy and for our foreign policy.
2: So now uh, I think Trump is strengthened uh, in the short term. Sure. Nobody knows what's going to happen in a year. Nobody. But he's strengthened because the MAGA people, they're going to go out and vote for him. They don't care what he did. Correct. They're right. there. And a lot of the independents, the smarter ones, are saying, you know, this. Uh, and, and when you compare it to the Biden treatment from the Justice Department, the independents are going. We don't like this corruption. We don't like this. So even though we don't like Trump, we're not voting for the other
3: side. And that helps Trump as well. It, it does. And it also helps Trump in the primary because the Republicans and those uh, Republican leaning independents say "Eh, we may not be comfortable with Trump. We may not want him. But the way he's been treated is so outrageous. We're going to vote for him just because we think this is all a raw deal. So I think there's a lot of. But there's
2: there's one more factor. The people voting for Trump now know that if Trump wins, he's going to get the bad guys (laughs) to come after the bad guys. Well, that's the,
3: the, the other side of this that you haven't mentioned is when you compare the way Trump's been treated, now with four indictments, to the kid gloves for Hunter Biden, and potentially Joe Biden, we just don't know. It's two narratives that are very hard as a fair thinking person to reconcile. I mean, and picking as a special prosecutor, which I think was overdue, the guy who had the case for five years um, that didn't make a lot of sense to me. It's insane.
2: It's it just uh, Merrick Garland now, you know, is downgraded about 10 points in my estimation. I don't even think he's a smart man. I don't even think he's smart because doing well, that, he just signals, look, we're doing it because we don't Weiss, Weiss testify in front of the congressional committees. That's why mm-hmm. we're doing this. And Weiss booted this whole thing top to bottom. Couldn't have done a worse job, but we're going to give him more power to do an even worse job. I mean, even the dimmest American is going to go, what is going on?
3: Well, the judge in the Hunter Biden case made it clear what his real exposure yeah, is. Yeah, sure. Hunter. Right. The, the Farah violation, which sent Paul Manafort to jail. It seems to me like it's a prima facie violation by Hunter Biden of that statute.
2: Absolutely. And we're going to get to that statue you mentioned. Last word. Last question. I can't predict this. And you know me, I'm a big mouth, a bloviator. I have no blanket idea what's going to happen in the next six months. I believe Biden's going to be out of office by Christmas, but I can't back that up um, at all other than watch his deterioration. And I do know this to be fact. That one September and October roll around, those Republicans in the congressional committees are just going to launch everything they have um, spurred on by Fannie Willis and her and her pals going after Trump. Last word.
3: I think we're in uncharted waters, Bill. I think for three reasons, Biden could not be the candidate could be Hunter Biden, could be issues of mental competence, and it could be poll numbers. I also think there's the possibility, given these indictments and how unprecedented it is, that for some reason that we don't know today, Trump could well not be the candidate. I think he more likely than not will be. But this is a world of banana republics. This is not a world of the world's greatest, most stable uh, free democracy. I am profoundly disquieted and saddened today, as I think most Americans should be.
2: All right, Doug, thanks again. The book, uh, upcoming book, um, is Four Presidents Kennedy, Nixon, Biden, Trump, Leaders Who Change History in Changing Times. So I, everybody should pre order that book. I mean, obviously, you want to get ahead of this deal. Thanks again, uh, Doug. We really appreciate it. Right. Thank
0: you.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website
2: for details. Partisan divide in America. You know, it's terrible. The Gallup uh, people polled a thousand adults. Here are the questions. And where do you see this? Government should ensure everyone has health care. That's socialized medicine. Okay. Democrats favor that 85%. Republicans 30%. Gun laws should be stricter. Democrats favor that 84 percent. Republicans, 31 percent. Worry a great deal or a fair amount about global warming. Democrats worry at the level of 87 percent. Republicans, 35 percent. Abortion should be legal under any circumstances. That means up until birth, you can execute a fetus. Democrats, 59%. That's a stunning number. Stunning. For any reason, at any time. Republicans, 12%. And finally, federal government has too much power. Democrats, 31. Republicans, 73. So it's reversed. It used to be the Democrats were the state-right people. They wanted the states. And Republicans were the feds. Alexander Hamilton and all that. Boom. Now, the Democrats want a big, colossus government telling everybody what they can and can't do. San Francisco, which is the progressive capital of the United States, about 8,000 homeless people running around San Francisco, causing all kinds of trouble, committing crimes, quality of life is descended. In, um the Wall Street Journal is reporting that uh, the city of San Francisco is spending $672 million, okay, on this problem, and it's getting worse. The city of San Francisco is a small city. $672 million, and the problem's getting worse, because it's not about homeless. It's not about getting people a living dwelling. It's about drugs. So every drug addict on the West Coast and every drug dealer knows you can go to San Francisco and sell fentanyl, heroin, cocaine, methamphetamine, anything you want, you won't be arrested. And the drug addicts follow the pushers. That's the supply. The drug addicts don't have any money to buy a house or rent an apartment because they spend all their money on drugs. And in order to get the money, they commit crimes. 70% 70% of Wall Street crime in America is caused by drug-involved people. So San Francisco, oh, we need more housing. We, you know, we have to get rehab. We, uh, 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 uh. Most drug addicts don't want to be rehab. They like being drug addicts. They don't mind committing crimes. They don't mind living on the street as long as they're high. <sighs> All right. U.S. government borrowed 1.6 trillion in the past 10 months. This is Biden again. Biden's spending so much money he's going to bankrupt the nation unless he gets out of it. This is how bad this guy is. 1.6 trillion. In 2022, same 10 month period, last year, it was 727 billion. That's more than doubled in a year because of Biden. Spend, 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 spend. Give, 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 give. And they're going to have to raise taxes. And even with their raise, I'm not going to be covered. So when I say they borrowed, well, who does the uh, federal government borrow from? Me. O'Reilly. Today, I bought a slew of treasuries, treasury bonds. The interest rates? Through the roof. Some cases, it's more than 9%. Borrowed from me. I bought the treasuries, they're guaranteed. Government's I not gonna implode. I know some people think it will, but it won't. But they're borrowing from guy people like me. And then foreign investors. Where are you gonna put your money? China? China is in deflation now. That economy is so chaotic, and that's the only reason they can't start a war. Because they can't support themselves. So you invest in China. You're going to invest in the European Union? What are you saying? This is the still remains the only place. And the Treasury Department knows it. So they just churn out the Treasury bills and people buy them, like me. Target. This is, you know, Bud Light, okay. Target. Target. So Target put on, you know, they wanted to sell gay-themed products and Satan-themed products, all of this. Unbelievable. But that's what they did. So um, on May 17th of this year, uh, before they started that, Target sold for one hundred and sixty one dollars a share. Today, it's about one hundred and thirty dollars a share. Three months, 30 points, decrease of 20 percent. And it's all because of the pride stuff and all of that. I, I don't I, these corporations, you got to stay out of this stuff. OK, leave it to MSNBC and Fox. You're getting and Target's not coming back. The Christmas season at Target. I don't know if you sell Satan gear at the Christmas season. because Satan, of course, doesn't like Christians. But I don't know. That might be a cheap shot. Okay, Smart Life. Uh, I'm doing this every six months for you guys because a lot of uh, No News listeners and viewers have gotten money from this. Missingmoney.com. Write it down, missingmoney.com. Missing money, one word. So you go to the website, and then if you have unclaimed property, if you have money that's owed you anything, um, you can recover it. They'll send you money. So you got to search your name, your hometown, whatever, whatever they want, you got to give them. And then they see if there's a claim anywhere in a country that you get money. All right. Smart life, Missingmoney.com. All right, so I have my assistant run me. I didn't get anything. <laughs> but I hope you do. Here is a final thought of the day. So uh, my backyard out here in the eastern Long Island where I am is the Atlantic Ocean. And I am one of the most fortunate people on the planet. Now I worked my butt off to be able to afford that, uh, but I was lucky to get the place. So this morning I'm out with the Terra dog. Uh, I got to take her out, you know, and there's a giant whale and uh, maybe 50 yards off the coast or, you know, off the beach. And I mean, this whale is like woo, in and out and up and down a and spout. I mean, oh, it's fabulous. So I'm a big nature guy, as you, many of you know, and I think that nature if you're not in a good mood, or you got a lot of pressure in your life, and you're just not, things aren't working out, just get out into the woods, or the mountains, or the ocean, or the beach. You don't really have to do much. You know, you just walk around, and deep breaths, and all of that. You don't know what you're gonna see. Um, and I've always been that way. I've always, I, I never lived in New York City. I know the city as well as any human being on Earth. But I never lived there. Always lived in the burbs. You know, because I wanted a car, but more importantly, I wanted the nature thing. Big ocean guy. Every time I go down there and I go down there uh, in the morning and then if I'm off, I go plunk in the ocean and look around. But if I have to work, I go down at night. All right. Not just when at dusk Man, the stuff you see, it's just fantastic. So nature, it will help your life if you integrate it. um, It will help you. Thank you very much for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll have my Oppenheimer review tomorrow. We'll see you then.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?